Welcome to New Covenant Church. We are so glad that y'all are with us this morning. If you are a guest this morning, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we had a fantastic youth rally last night that, uh, amen, youth from all over the community and even surrounding area came and uh, Phil did a fantastic job uh, witnessing and sharing the gospel of Christ to the youth that were in attendance. I just, uh, I was impressed with something in the first service and, and am in this one as well. I just wanted to share. Uh, so our worship team, uh, guess what? They're human like you and I are. Uh, and like Pastor Daryl is, and like I am, and and I'm in relationship with them, and I know the things that they go through and the time that they put in and the exhaustion that they experience, and yet they come up and lead us in praise, and they let that light come in and come out of them. Thank Yes, and we want to give them thanks for what they do every Sunday. But it's letting that life and that light of Jesus Christ come into us that gives us the strength and the power uh, to be that witness when we go outside of these walls. And, and I was uh, telling the first service that I've just had uh, not even 24 hours to get to know uh, Phil, but he is a, a husband and a father. And he is a songwriter and a musician and most recently an author of a book uh, that is uh, fantastic and it can be found out out there in the foyer. Um, but what impressed me last night is he is a disciple of Jesus Christ. Uh, he, he shares the gospel and you can see the life and the light of Christ in him. And whether he was on stage sharing with the youth or just sharing with one or two kids on the side, uh, his heart and his passion for reaching others with the gospel and the light of Jesus Christ was evident. And he uh, did a fantastic job this morning in the first service. And I am so excited for him to come up and share with us now. Will you welcome Phil Joel this morning? This is fun. You guys are fun. Rowdy Texans. Woo! Yeah. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my jacket off for this one. It's time. It's time. Um, thank you. Seriously. Like, I, you know, I, I came into this place. And I, I don't know. I, I've spoke to Cody on the phone a couple of times, you know. I guess he read my book, liked the book, and was like, we need to get this guy um, uh, to come for our youth rally. And so we got to know each other a little bit. But... You never know what to expect. So you're always a little bit scared. But you guys are amazing. You guys are awesome. This congregation is just so welcoming. I mean, I, I have been hugged by more like elderly ladies than ever before in my entire life. And they're amazing. They just come straight up to me and just say, ah, we love you. We're so glad you're here. Thank you for doing what you do. And um, just so welcoming. No sideways looks like, you know, where are you from, boy? What are you doing here? None of that, you know. None of that. I haven't, I haven't, you know, sometimes I've been in Texas. I've been a little bit afraid, you know. Um, but not with you guys, no. So um, not with you guys. So thank you again for having me. We really did have a good time last night. Um, you know, Cody and Becca are doing a fantastic job, seriously, with Young Life. So it was actually a, 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 well, it wasn't really even a Young Life titled event because the, the, the heart behind what Cody was doing last night, what the guys were doing, uh, was just bringing youth groups from, from the greater sort of Lampasas area together 
to sort of say, hey, we're not in competition. This is the body of Christ. Let's sort of enjoy being together and worshiping and, um, and we can do this. And, you know, it's good to see a little bit of unity from time to time, isn't it? So it was a, a wonderful night last night. Um, yeah, it's always... I, I don't know if this is a weakness or a strength, but I, I oftentimes... I never know what I'm going to sing until I actually stand on the platform. And um, this morning I did, I, I, maybe it's because I was wearing my dad's jacket. I, I pinched that off my dad. <clears throat> but I was thinking about family, a lot of families here. And I was thinking about my granddad uh, back in New Zealand where I'm from. And he's no longer with us. He's with the Lord. But um, he was a sweet, sweet man. And he got sweeter and sweeter as he got uh, on in years. And he would cry kind of quickly uh, at certain things that would, lead, that would um, <clears throat> grab his heart. And he would hug real quickly. He wasn't afraid to love people and just grab them and say, Hey, welcome. You know, welcome here. You, and um, we love you and we, we want you around. And isn't that just God style? And um, one of the things he would do too was he would whistle. He'd whistle a lot. You guys whistle? You know, you and your brothers, your eight, 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 eight is enough team. You don't whistle. <clears throat> oh, whistling's the best, bro. You've got to whistle. Oh, yeah, I'll play you this song. So my granddad used to whistle, and, um, and, and he, 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 the older he got, the, the less he would sweat the small stuff. You know what I mean? And he got happier, even though he was real sad that his, his wife of many years, my grandmother, had gone on to be with the Lord before he, he had. Uh, there was just a, a, a joy that, was, that grew in his latter years. And I want to talk about that a little bit later on. But um, I'll, I'll sing you this song, and this has got a little bit of whistling in it. So... acceptable. All right. Um, where was I? You know, I actually wrote this song for my kids because I want my kids to understand that, you know, no matter what goes on, 
outside. And no matter when we turn the TV on or we look on our news feeds and whatnot and all the madness that goes on, the earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. It's not something I've made up. And it's not about a power of positive confession. Oh, I think it's good. I think it's going to be okay today. Oh, I think I can. I know I can. I am, I am, I'm good looking and I'm popular and, you know, yeah, I am. Money comes toward me. Yeah. No, it's not the power of positive confession. It's the reality of God. He's created this beautiful planet and he's created signposts all over the place of himself and his handiwork and his goodness. And we just have to open our hearts to see it. Um, but the seasons go, the seasons change, don't they? And they get a bit crazy at different points. And we go through winter. We go through the winters. And the winters are a little bit bleak. Not a lot is growing. But sometimes we have to go through the winter, don't we? We have to go through that season so God can clear the clutter. Get rid of the stuff. Ooh, he thought I was going to say it. And, and so that new, new things can grow, right? We need new life. We need new fruit because new things are going on. New situations are happening. And God wants to put us in different situations so that we can be useful. Because we don't want to be lumps of uselessness on the planet, do we? We're here for a purpose. Not just to breathe and eat and sleep and die after four score year and ten. We have, there are plans and purposes for us that God knows all about. No matter what age and stage we're at, Ooh, there's all sorts of exciting things that he's dreaming up. Now, they might not be massive in the eyes of the world. You might not, you know, become Billy Graham. Chances are you won't. But that's not what it's about. Billy Graham is Billy Graham. And you are you and I am me. And the unique plans and purpose God has for us, only he knows. But they're real and they're exciting. They're real and they're exciting. So we want to be useful. So we've got to allow God to take us through these seasons. But we've got to understand and we've got to open our eyes to the goodness of God in these seasons. Otherwise, we will shut down, close up, and we'll get stuck in winter. We don't want that. Wasn't I in the middle of a song? Sorry. Colors slowly turning they end up on the ground. We throw those leaves around. Snow gently falling. A frosty window pane. There I write my name. And all the while, you're by our side. Ready to embrace us in the coldest places. It's a beautiful life. A beautiful life. It's a beautiful life. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
sound trite. I really hope that doesn't sort of just feel like, oh, we're just sort of like, you know, waxing over pain and struggle in life. And it's just like, oh yeah, okay, just try and ignore that. Put that in a box over here and just look over here. Go to church, put on your happy face, jump around a little bit and get gleeful. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. But God's just, he's saying, come on. Uh, Jeremiah 33.3 says, call unto me. And I will show you great and marvelous things that you don't know, you big dummy. Why is he saying that? He's saying, you know, when we call out to the Lord, when we cry out to Him, when we speak to Him, we do this. We lift our heads. So God's saying, Jeremiah, I know, Jeremiah, in this spot in the Bible, in 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 the narrative of what was going on, he was in trouble. And he'd been thrown into a pit and it was slimy and it was a mess. And he, 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 he not on, no, for no fault of his own. And he's like, what am I doing here? How did I get here? I'm just trying to be faithful to God and look what happens. God's go, and God says, Jeremiah, lift your head. Lift your head up. Speak to me. Call to me. I'll show you things. I'll show you. We was thinking about letting the light in. I'll show you where the light is. Lift your chin. You've got to lift your chin. And it's not saying we're just going to ignore what's going on because the reality is a reality. But you need to speak to me and keep your focus on me. And that, that'll, keep you, that'll keep you and keep you moving through this season into the next one. So, um, uh, all right, let's put a cap on that. Um, <laughs> the thing is, this is the second service. I had a nice big cup of black coffee in between services. And... We can go as long as we want. <laughs> yeah. But, and maybe, maybe this is why you've got so many exits in this building, because like, I noticed there's a lot of, ex- lot of doorways, so you can sneak out, you know, if you need to. Um, and it's dark, and I can't really see that well anyway at best of time, so if you need to sneak out, then I won't even see you. Um, but here's my story, uh, wrapped up in, in three, uh, three minutes and 25 seconds. I wrote a letter today And what I wrote was my own obituary Cause from the graveyard of self you have resurrected me I sing Jesus You have changed the way I do everything Changed the way I see everything, yeah you I begin every day the same yeah and I'm gonna drink deep oh that's why I came truth is a river flowing renewal for your mind let it set your heart free the way that it did mine I sing cheese 
the reality huh we, we you know we changed but we're in progress right we're in we works in progress now it doesn't mean to say you know I, I really don't like this mentality when people feel like they're just absolute cosmic car wrecks you know we do we do get ourselves in trouble don't we you know sometimes we crash the car sometimes we do stupid things we crash the car but 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 God doesn't see us like just trash that needs to be cleaned up. That's not how he sees it. He doesn't see us that way. We see ourselves that way too often, huh? You know, like, oh, I'm just, you know. It's like, come on, man, you're my kid. You're my son. You're my daughter. I created you. I knit you together. I know who you are. You're fantastic. You're bloody marvelous. That's a cuss word where I come from. Woohoo! It's, it's kind of fun to be able to cuss in church. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, you're amazing, and yeah, 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 there's certain things that you've been doing and involving yourself in, and you know, I don't, God doesn't downplay our junk, you know, he's not like, he's not like soft on crime, just whatever, but, but he's, he's gracious, he's merciful, he's patient, and he's like, bro, you know, you know what you're doing there? That's, that's not leading to life, that's going to, it's going to hurt your relationships. It's going to tarnish your heart. It's going to inhibit the flow and the growth of my spirit in your life. Um, let's not do that. <laughs> let's do this instead. Come my way. And do you know what the big Bible word for that is? Repentance. It's just a scary, it's scary when you say it like that, but it's not meant to be scary, it's meant to be beautiful. You know, like you, you, you've, you've been conducting yourself in certain ways that are just not, it's, it's not good, it's not going to work. You know, it's not going to lead to hope and it's not going to bring truth into your being and you're not going to become more alive. And... Jesus came to give us life. And so he says, I'm the way, 
What, you know, what happens when we lose our way? We lose hope. Hope, man, hope deferred makes the heart sick, right? So he wants us to know, he wants us to be hope-filled people, truth-filled people, because lies just bring about shame and shadow and make us small, make us small. And, and, and I'm the way, the truth, and the life. He wants us to be alive. Yeah, yeah. Woohoo! Alive. Now, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I got to get back. I'll get back to my story then. Um, you know, that song really is my testimony, and it sounds like maybe just a Nashville song or whatever. But, but, you know. But the end of the song, talking about how, at a certain point in my life, when I really began to let the Lord in. He began to change things. It's like I, I feel like I feel like he's you know when we really allow our hearts to break and we go okay, you know I give, I surrender. How do you want me to do this? I feel like God's like, ooh, ooh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Well, let's start with this, you know. And um and and that's how I felt he's been with me and and still is, you know, like. Wanting to show me new things and get me excited about something. And, um, uh, but it, it did begin. It did begin. A new move of God did begin with me on my back porch one night, um, thinking about my life. And, you know, we have these moments, don't we? You know, uh, Genesis 3, Genesis 3 9, God is roaming through the garden, and, and, and Adam is kind of, he's messed things up. And, and God is saying, Adam, where are you? Like he doesn't know. You know, he's God. <laughs> he, knows. he knows he's hiding over there behind the bushes. And, um, and he's like, but, but he wants Adam to be honest. Huh? He wants Adam to just kind of go, yeah, okay, I, I messed up. I started, you know, I, I, I took some bad advice. I, I blamed, but now I'm blaming her. And I just, and I did, yeah, I'm sorry. But, we, but he didn't. He hid. He hid. God loves it when we kind of, you know, when we come out of the shadows and go, hey, I, just, I don't know what's happening, but I'm just, I've been hiding and I don't even know why, but I'm just, I need, I need you. And so this was me on my back porch. I, um, I began to cry out to God after I, we'd, I'd become a dad. My, my daughter is now 20, so this is 20 years ago, and um, i become a dad. And I, God uses those moments quite often for guys, you know, because it's like it, the stuff gets real, you know, oh, real quick. Like, whoa, life is real. And this girl, this girl's going to look at me for the rest of her life and call me dad. And what is, and she's going to, what is she going to see in me? What kind of a man am I? <sighs> okay. So I prayed a prayer and um, I prayed a prayer on my back porch. And then I wrote a song about it. <laughs> it's what you do in Nashville. I played the fool so long, thought it was so strong. All the while you knew it wasn't true. Rerunning in my mind memories of another time when all I ever lived for was you. Jesus. Make me the man that you want me to be. 
Jesus, make me the man that you want me to be. A child is, but for so long, turn around, those days are gone. Nothing can restrain the years of youth. I had swallowed lies that tasted true. The plans I thought were sent from you, and all you wanted was for me to be still. Jesus, make me the man that you want me to be. Jesus, make me the man that you want me to be. Well, I've been listening all my life. Words are spoken all the time. I have heard the liars and the truth. Voices twisting in the air, sweetly sounding so unclear, but nothing can replace a word from you. Jesus, make me the man that you want me to be. Jesus, make me the man that you want me to be. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was my prayer back then, and um, it still is. still is. I made it. I made it to anywhere other than here today. Praise God. Thank you, Lord, for bringing me to Lampasas. And, um, yeah. And again, I'm not saying that to be trite, but I'm like, wow, just like wherever we find ourselves, it's like, wow, here we are. You know, this is it. This is, this is our life. This is, this is it. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Especially as we open our hearts to the Lord. So, um, and, and that's after praying that prayer on my back porch, that's really what I began to do in a new way. There were certain things that in my life that, you know, that, that I, I knew immediately. I, I probably shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> that's not helpful. That's not helpful. And, 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 and you know... It didn't take like, you know, a lightning bolt for me to figure that out. If there are certain things you're doing in your life and you, and you, but, uh, that aren't good for you, but at the same time you want God to invade your space and really, you know, might I suggest you stop doing those things? God has given us the power to choose. We have this power in us to choose right, to choose good over evil, right from wrong, to choose life. And not death. Awesome, right? We've got this power to choose. We're not just this, we're not these little ping pong balls, you know? Satan hits one, boom, and then God hits one, boom. It's, we're, not in a, we're, not in a, we're not tennis balls. We, we, are, we, we have this power to choose. 
But, and so, so if you're doing certain things, and they might be coming to your mind right now, you know, yeah, you, 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 I, won't, I won't go through a list. But if you are, then just decide, you know what, I shouldn't be doing that. I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to begin to seek God. And I need to fill my, because when we, when we put something away that we've been involved with and has been filling up our life, we'd better fill our life with something else better. You know what I'm saying? Jesus talked about it. You know, then you get, get rid of one demon, better watch out. If you don't fill up the, the space with, all the, with the good stuff of God, you might get seven back. You know? I don't know if it was metaphor or reality. I'm not, I don't know, but you know what I'm saying. So you, you, we, 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 we've got to fill it with him. And so, um, so for me, after that prayer on my back porch, I decided to wind my alarm clock back and just get up a little bit earlier than, than I had been. And um, I went to bed a little bit earlier. My wife and I decided to do this together and, um, and, and got up and came downstairs, opened up my Bible, got a cup of coffee, good cup of coffee, Life's too short to drink bad coffee. And, um, and began to seek God. Not very complicated, huh? But the reality is, you know, Chris is talking about, sorry, Pastor Chris, we're in Texas. Pastor Chris. Um, <clears throat> uh, no, I, seriously, I do like, I love the, 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 your casual reality, honest, just sort of feel in this church. So I, I don't know if that's one of those things where you have to be called pastor or not. But Chris, if we're going to become buddies... I'm not going to be calling you pastor when we're playing tennis, you know, or whatever it is that we do. <clears throat> um, but, but if we are going to become buddies, we have to spend time together. We have to hang out. We have to sort of get to know one another. And, bef- you know, I'm not going to just rush up to you and share the secrets of my heart with you, even though I like you so far. So far you're all right. <clears throat> but, um, you know, it takes time, right? It takes a little bit of time. And I don't think, God isn't standoffish. It's not like he's just like, we'll see. We'll see about this one. Ah, but he's like, he's like, come on, seek me. I will be found. You know, come pursue my heart because I've got secrets in my heart that I want to share with you. But the reality is you need to be still. You need to be still so that you can know who I am. Be still and know that I am God. We love that verse. We, you know, we put that on pieces of wood and put them in our cabins and stuff, you know. Lake house. It's not, it's not a slogan for the lake house. It's kind of a life slogan. But we are so busy. We are so busy with these phones that are attached to our hips, speaking words and messages to us all day long trying to get our attention, trying to tell us how to live, how to be seen, how to be heard, how to be liked. And God's like, the one voice you need to hear is the voice of God. Because he wants to fill you. He wants you to understand that he does see you. He does get you. And he really likes you. We scramble around on social media trying to get this stuff and in all kinds of ways in life. And he's going, no, 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 no. I get you. I see you and I like what I see. And I want you to know me. 
And so, so to be still, sometimes we have to turn some things off, push some things aside. Maybe take an assessment, you know, make an account of our lives that whole, and, and, and decide mm, these things might need to go for a season so that I can pursue God and I can be still. So that's what we had began to do. We cleared the clutter and began to seek God. And, um, and, and the thing is, when you've been moving and shaking, when you've been hustling, um, you're, you're kind of like your, your internal radar, your ears, the ears of your heart, if there is such a thing. You know, we talk about open the eyes of my heart, Lord. But the ears, how do we hear from God? If we've been hearing from everyone else and if we've, been, if we've, got, if we've had a lot of static and noise going on, it takes a little bit of practice to slow it down and be still and attune our ear to God. Because we want everything and we want it. We want 5G. Whatever. I really don't know what 5G is exactly, right? But it's, it's faster internet and stuff, right? But we want, we want everything now. And um, we want instant. But God's not like that. He's in no hurry. He's in no hurry. So we began to seek God. And it took weeks and then actually turned into months before, honestly, something kind of happened. And I remember my wife and I, she, she, would, she still does this. She goes to the, the dining, uh, living room and I go to the dining room and we open up our hearts and our Bibles, which I think is just as important. You know, there's a lot of talk about, yeah, you've got to read your Bible. You know, it usually makes you just feel bad, you know. But what about opening your heart? Open your heart up. So that God can speak to you. And yes, he uses the Bible. He also uses nature. He also uses other people. And, uh, uh, but here we are in this particular, with this particular practice, opening up our Bibles and opening up our hearts and saying, Lord, speak to me. And after a while, the reality of God began to break in. The reality of God began to break in. And in the moment, I thought that maybe I had somehow curried the favor and the voice of God. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we finally got his attention. But the reality is, I think, due to the practice of being still, we managed to slow it down and tune our ears in to what God was trying to say. Does that make some sense? Especially in this busy day and age, right? If I were the enemy of our hearts, I would be trying to make sure that our hearts were surrounded by so much noise and static that the voice of God would just be like a a little blip on the radar. So we have to be protective. We have to guard our hearts and the voices and the stuff that's surrounding it. And and, and so this time that that we now spend with God every morning has become a practice for us for the last 20 years. Every day just doing this, coming downstairs and going, Lord, I need you because I'm blonde. And I need help. I need help being a husband. I need help being a dad. I need help being a minister, I guess. I don't know what I am, but I, you know, I, I need help with all of it. And if God says, call to me and I'll show you great and marvelous things that you don't know on your own, then I'm going to do that because I need help. Just like you. So, there we were, a few years back, doing the same practice of just spending time with the Lord, listening to him at the beginning of the day before it gets crazy. And, um, and my wife calls me, and calls to me from the ho- other side of the house. She says, hey, come in here. Let's read this together. So I go into her 
to the to the living room there. And um, the uh, this time in our lives was really hard. It was not a good season. We're talking about these seasons, you know. It was it was a winter. It was a winter, and it was kind of a little bleak, and it didn't look good, and it didn't feel comfortable, and I didn't know what was happening. No fault of my own. Honestly, I don't think I did anything to sort of get myself in a weird situation. Just this, These situations just happen, don't they, in our lives? Sometimes we go to the doctor and the doctor has to tell us something really bleak and we're like blindsided. What just happened? Or we look at our bank account and we go, what? Or, you know, or, or there's relationship issues that, that, that sideswipe us that are challenging and we don't know what is happening but it's painful and it's bleak and it's cold and it's not comfortable. So this particular morning, <clears throat> we were reading Jeremiah. I don't know why, I just like Jeremiah. There's something about him. And um, Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8, these verses go like this. Blessed is the man whose hope is in the Lord, who trusts in him, because he'll be like a tree planted by the river with his roots running deep. And when the heat comes... He will not be afraid, but rather his leaves will get greener and he will bear much fruit. Oh. So what he's saying there is, even in the midst of a really tough season, you can bear fruit and you can get fresher in the midst of the madness. And then a group this size, Bunches of you are in the middle of the madness right now. You're not happy with your bank account statement. <laughs> You're not happy with the state of your physical health and well-being at the moment. Something is not right um, and it's very concerning. And, uh, or, or relationship things or whatever they may be. Um, God says, you trust me. Trust me. Walk in my will and my ways. Attune your ear to my voice and you can get fresher in the midst of this. Now, he doesn't promise that it's going to rain. He doesn't promise that it's going to be, you know, rosy. But he does promise that he will make you greener if you trust him. And and along with that green freshness, which I like being a little bit of a hippie, um, comes fruit. Why does a tree bear fruit? For itself to eat? No. No. If we're to be fruitful people, it's not for us to keep inside these four walls. I mean, yeah, definitely share, you know. But it's, but it's about this world outside that needs people who are loving, joyful, peaceful, patient, gentle, kind, good, self-controlled people. Right? They need us to be that. We need to bring that fruit to the table so that they can oh, experience something of God because that's the fruit of the Holy Spirit in our lives. So when we are manifesting love and joy and peace and patience, we're bringing a little bit of God into the situation, right? The world needs this. Getting back to my original earlier statement, we want to be useful, huh? So if you're in the middle of a tough situation, it's time for you to lift your eyes and lift your head and go, okay, I don't know what the circumstances are. I don't get it. I don't like it. They're not comfortable. Be honest about it. Don't, be, don't, you know, don't need to sweep it under the rug. But I'm going to trust in God. I'm not going to trust in what I see. I'm going to walk by faith. I'm not going to walk by sight. 
Because walking by sight and seeing and, and what I see in the natural will make me crazy. And it will keep my head down and it will keep me grumpy and it won't allow the life of God to grow in me. So uh, my wife and I decided that particular morning, like this morning, to put a stake in the ground. So some of you might need to put a stake in the ground this morning and just go, no, 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 enough. Say hi for me, would you? Um, It's time to put a stake in the ground and just go, no, okay, okay. I've lingered on this too long. I've moped too long. I've focused on, 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 on... on the wrong things too long here and I need to get back into faith and, um, and trust in God, the goodness of God. And uh, so this is a, a song that my wife and I wrote together on the couch. And then uh, a few years later I wrote a book that, that, that Chris talked about. It's, um, and it's about these issues and it's really about Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. And it's about how we get, when we get off track we need to get back on track. We need to get back into the flow of where God would have us. And, um, yeah. So, if you need that, grab that. There's some books out there. And if you don't have any money, just get it anyway because it's good for you. Um, and in the meantime, I'm going to sing this song for you and maybe kind of over you. And if you need to put that stake in the ground and do a little business with the Lord and say, Hey, Lord, I know I've been doing things that have not been healthy and helpful in our relationship, and I, I, I need to stop doing those things. And I need your help, but, but I'm, I'm making a resolve to stop doing those things. And, um, uh, uh, or some of you may be saying, You know what? Okay, I don't like the circumstances I'm in, but I've been moping about them and complaining for too long and grumbling. Um, I'm going to trust you. And I'm going to trust in your providence and I, and I want to be more fruitful and get fresher in this season. Um, uh, and I'm going to put that stake in the ground. Maybe that's you. So do that little bit of business with the Lord this morning and, um, and then we'll all go and have lunch. done things right we're in the middle we're in the middle of this i've never seen such crazy times seasons change but it still feels dry in the middle we're in the middle of this every test we go this earlier on but um chris but i know you've got these steps down here and you know sometimes you know bible talks about altars and bringing things to the altar and and and, and you know there's this metaphor 
in there too of just bringing things to the altar, basically putting a knife in them and then walking away. Done. See ya. You know, um, so we've got these little steps down here and um, I'm going to sing the rest of the song and, and if you feel, okay, there's things I need to bring to the altar, I need to put a knife in there and I need to put an end to that, uh, whatever it may be. Um, it doesn't have to be deep, dark and sinister and you don't have to tell everyone about it. It might just be that you've been worrying, you've been anxious and it's like time for you to say no, anxiety must go, um, faith must come and I must, uh, again, trust God in a new and a fresh way. Then feel free to come and, and pray that prayer, do that business, bow that knee and then, you know, leave it here and then go sit back down. Step out and lift your eyes Look to me, it's gonna be alright I'm in the middle I'm in the middle of this Every test That we go through Our roots grow stronger And deeper into you And though the rain Our leaves turn greener than they ever were before Cause you are good trustworthy so we praise you we thank you we put stakes in the ground we turn we turn towards you we turn from things that are harming us we trust you we trust you thank you because every test we go through our roots grow stronger and deeper into you and though the It may not fall Our leaves turn greener than they ever were before Cause you are good Yeah, yeah You are good You are good You are You are morning. Thank you for, for, for allowing me to be a part of, 
of what's going on here and um, good things are going on. Good days ahead, right? And um, so let's, let's worship our way out of here. Where's the worship team? Let's get them back up here. And, um, so the, um, uh, there's going to be a prayer team down here, I guess, right, Chris? The prayer team's over here and um, the altar is here and... You know, we're going to try and beat the Baptist to the buffet, but if we don't, and if we, and if we want to hang out here and just do more business with the Lord, then this is, this is what it's for, right? Yeah, this is why we're here. So um, God bless you. Thank you again for allowing me to be a part of stuff. It's the song of the redeemed rising from the African plain. the song of the forgiven drowning out the Amazon rain the song of Asian believers filled with God's holy fire it's every tribe every tongue, every nation love song born of a grateful choir God's children singing glory, glory, hallelujah, he reigns, he reigns, all God's children singing glory, glory, hallelujah, he reigns, nice and now, Christina, rise above the four winds, caught up in the heavenly sound. Of all the songs sung from the dawn of creation, some were meant to persist. Of all the bells rung from a thousand steeples, none rings truer than this. So God's children singing glory, glory.
God, what a what a wonderful morning. Amen. If God ministered to you this morning, if you felt the touch of God, just give Him a praise. Just a clap offering right now. Thank you, Father. Amen. What a beautiful day. Uh, this morning, in my quiet time, God gave me a verse. I had no idea what Joel was going to do. God did. That's cool, right? Uh, Psalms. 70, verse 4, but may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who long for your saving help always say, the Lord is great. I'm a nature guy. I love, I got, I got a phone full of pictures of bugs and flowers and trees and stuff. So the way God talks to you, he talks to me. Those times of drought, the trees, the roots grow deeper looking for water. But it makes them stronger. And the later times when the wind blows, those deep roots hold them firm where they're at so they don't get damaged. All right? In times of trouble, in those dry times, dig deeper. Dig deep into God's Word. What does it have to say, not just about the time, but about you? What's God trying to tell you? It's personal. Oh, it's so personal every time. Father God, thank you for this morning. Lord, you speak to us in so many ways, but thank God you speak to us personally, intimately, one-on-one. And Lord, as we seek you, I thank you that your voice will be clear. We'll hear you and we'll know who you are. In Jesus' name. A few quick announcements for you before you go. May 1st. There's going to be a throne room encounter here in the auditorium. It's at 7 p.m. on May 1st, throne room encounter. If you've been a part of one before, you're going to come back. If you haven't, ask somebody about it. They'll let you know it's a beautiful time spent in God's presence right here in the auditorium. The next Saturday on May the 8th is a men's breakfast. Men, put it on your calendar. Make time. Come in here. Spend time with your brothers. Listen to uh, a short testimony by somebody in our own audience. Don't know who it is. It's always a good time. I have one last announcement, and it is a praise report. Do not pick up the chairs today. Okay? But, but lastly, do pick up your children today. Don't, and, and they're in different places. Don't forget. So you have a little extra time to worship and, and talk to one another, spend time in fellowship. Pick up your kids. Let them be a part of that. Okay, thank you. Y'all be blessed and have a great week. Thank you, Joel. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening to this week's message.